Have you ever thought about your designated place in the heavenly kingdom and just what that means? You know, this morning's gospel comes at the end of the Last Supper discourse. Jesus tells his apostles he will be leaving them and they are to follow after him. Thomas claims he knows neither Jesus' destination nor the way. In what almost seems like a rebuke to Philip, Jesus expresses astonishment that those who have been with him all this time, all three years of his public ministry, don't know where Jesus is going because Jesus spoke so many times about the kingdom of God. And as for the way there, Jesus tells them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Now, Jesus says there are many dwelling places in his father's house. And he tells his apostles, I am going to prepare a place for you, and that he will come back and take them there to their designated places. So not only will Jesus come for the last judgment, but he will also take each one of the saved to a designated place in the kingdom of God. A place. Clearly these words from the Gospel of John apply as much to each one of us as they did to the apostles and followers of Jesus in his day. Every one of us aspires to be saved and to live forever in the kingdom of God. Jesus constantly taught that we must believe in his passion, death, and resurrection, and then repent of our worldly ways and follow him to enjoy everlasting life. But what does that really mean, the life everlasting part? Now, for the several last weeks, we have listened to the eyewitness accounts of Jesus' resurrection appearances. Jesus was raised in body and spirit and appeared to some 500 people. The apostles ate and drank with him multiple times. They touched him. He was not a ghost. And every Sunday we recite the creed and affirm our belief that we believe in the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. And so we will be resurrected in body and spirit at the last judgment. We will have bodies just as the apostles saw the resurrected Jesus body. And then Jesus will lead us to our designated places. When you think about it, God's creation is a giant hierarchy. The world and all of nature are hierarchies at many levels. The church is hierarchical, and there is even a hierarchy within the angels. And each of these hierarchies are predetermined by God. God made the universe, the solar system, and everything in it. And God made and then chose angels and people for certain roles in his creation. They are God's choices, not ours. We also believe that God loves each of us equally. And so when God placed each of us on this earth, in a family, at a specific time, and in a specific culture, he gave us a unique set of gifts and challenges out of love for us. 
And all of that was done according to his will for each one of us. We had no say in any of that. But God lets go of each of us when we are born and allows us to develop and find him in the process. When God calls us home, he judges us on the basis of how well we used our gifts and how well we handled our limitations as we navigated life. He doesn't judge us according to where we were placed in his hierarchy and not relative to someone else's gift. We will be judged absolutely in accordance with how we used our gifts, not relative to others. And this is the subject of many of Jesus' parables. However, the place we will be taken after judgment is ordered according to our merits. And these merits become clear at judgment. These merits are certainly entirely within our control. They depend on how we responded to God's grace in our lives and how we utilized the gifts we were given. Did we seek and then do the will of the Father for us? And how well did we develop our gifts as we went through the trials of life? Notice Jesus told his apostles that if they really believed in him, then the graces God gave them would enable them to do really great works. And that applies to all of us as well. The stories of the saints demonstrate how true all that is. There are some very wonderful messages in today's gospel. Jesus' opening line sums it all up. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Why? Because no matter where you are placed in your life, and no matter how rich or poor your gifts, if you believe and follow Jesus, you will be saved. God is only concerned with how well you use your gifts, large or small. He has a place in his heart for each one of us. And he has prepared a special place just for you in his kingdom. A place where you will be happy forever, reunited with loved ones, constantly in the presence of God, and a place where your service to God will continue forever and ever.